Hello, and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take two bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena. I'm your other host, Sean. And I don't have to sync up audio files this week. Yeah, there's something weirdly physical <laughs> don't touch me. about <laughs> our recording setup this week. What's up with that? Um, we ran out of time, that's what's up. More people on busy schedules, okay. Anyway, this week... We are watching Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Yes. I picked it out because I have watched it and it is fun and it is short. You told me that you picked it out because it's the opposite of Mindhunter. Well, Mindhunter is serious, based on historical setting, (laughs) um, has no supernatural elements, and is in live action. And is made by people who take themselves very seriously. You said that already. Oh. Whereas uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil it does not take itself seriously, uh, has fun, uh, does not have long episodes, in fact has very short episodes, and... Um, it's animated. Yes. <laughs> so it's different in almost every way. It's a Disney show. Yes. And the episodes are... This are the nice new crisp time allotment of cartoons nowadays. Fifteen minutes, which makes them eleven minutes. Well, which makes them much more bingeable for me. <laughs> so I've watched all of season one already. Yeah, well, that's how you you got into Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. You just watched all of season one at once when when it was over. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's like how I like to do it now with these short shows, just like. Season binges. I've not binged a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I don't binge in general, except for the two seasons of Great British Bake Off that I just binged over the past few days. Yeah, but... (laughs) But that's a little different. You had time to kill. It's just chillin'. Yeah, it's just chillin'. Alright, what can you tell me about the show? Um, well, what do you know about it, for starters? Well, I know what the main characters look like. Mm -hmm. I've seen them cosplayed. Okay. Um, Do you know, know the name of the guy who she always hangs out with? He's Hispanic? Is it like... Starts with an R? No, it's Marco. Marco. Okay. I was going to say Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> Is Raphael Hispanic? I knew a Hispanic kid named Raphael. Hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it explains why you said it. <laughs> That's one thing. Um... Star is from a different dimension. Yes, that is in the opening song. Uh, great, thanks. Oh. <laughs> Didn't mean to be a dick about it. <laughs> Does it literally say different dimension? Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't elaborate. <laughs> I'm not from around here. I'm from another dimension. Okay. Um, And she's a princess. Yes, And princess. she has her wand does magic stuff. Yes, her magic wand. And I've seen that one clip of the skeleton horse where he goes, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) He's a very funny horse. (laughs) Why didn't you tell me I'm dead? Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I know. All right. That's all enough, honestly. We can just start the show with that. (laughs) Okay. But um, yeah, Star Butterfly, the princess, uh, she has her wand and she's here. She's here now from another dimension and she's going to have fun. It's going to be a good time. Okay, then we'll get to it. Yeah. Bon appétit!
And we're back. Yeah. So what'd you think? You lied to me. What did I lie to you about? About the episode length. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, this is why I normally pull up Wikipedia when I'm talking about the episode. Why? So I can make sure all my facts are correct. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Um, So technically, only the segments are 11 episodes, but because the segments are basically an episode plot... That's what yeah. I remembered. Uh, according to Wikipedia, there are 13 episodes, but each of those are split into two segments. But technically, two segments are a whole episode. So the episodes were half an hour long. Yes. Although each segment had its own plot. But we did watch three whole episodes, not just three segments. But we watched six segments. That's what I said. I can't do math. <laughs> Apparently, I need to retake remedial math. <laughs> and also other lessons. Anyways. Anyways. Um, so you were laughing a lot, so I guess I know what you think. I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I really think it's funny. I really like the delivery and all the silly jokes and the crazy stuff that can happen in the show. Mm-hmm. How, how far are you into it? I mean, I watched the whole first season and a little of the second one. The same thing happened with Gravity Falls, where it's just like, I, sud- I like suddenly could not find time for it anymore. You know? Even though I like it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's really good. I definitely want to watch more of it. Alright. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, do you want to do, I guess, a quick plot synopsis? Yeah. So... The first episode is about just setting up that a star butterfly is a princess from another dimension who on her 14th birthday is finally ready to wield immense cosmic magical power in the form of the royal wand being passed down to her. Uh, But she can't handle the power, so they sent her to the boring world of Earth where there's no cool shit. And um, there she teams up with safe kid Marco who just really wants to use his karate to beat people up in a way that has no moral complications <laughs> because he's the safe kid. And now he gets to fight monsters with star and thus. Yeah. It's uh, the, the first segment, I guess they painted him a lot as like, he is super safe, blah, blah, blah. But they don't like, I don't know that that is his personality that they were trying to lay out. Hmm. Like, I don't know that he's actually that way, since he's really cool with just beating up monsters. It's fine, because they're not people. <laughs> he, he's safe about everything except for karate. Except for, except for strip mall karate. Except for, like, he had a tentacle arm that would slap people, and he was cool with it. Well, yeah, because the tentacle arm, it wasn't even him. <laughs> and it, it brought fame to him, and it influenced him. Yeah, but it was unsafe. Yeah, but it benefited him. I'm just saying. I'm not sure that they, um, since they were going so strongly on the theme, I thought he would be a little less into all of the, like, magic and everything. And he's just, like, a normal person. He's just another fun character in the Star right. Wars show. He's not, like, uber safe. He's just, like, whatever. Mm. I think because if every episode was about him trying to be safe, he would quickly become people's least favorite character. But isn't that supposed to be the dynamic, though? She does the magic, and he's like, don't do the magic? I mean, in the episodes, that's still their dynamic, is that 
he's the responsible one. And if he's not being the responsible one, then that leads to problems. Like in the football episode and in the tentacle hand episode, you know, stuff is really wrong if Marco's not being the responsible one. <laughs> I guess. That's all I got for you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you got to see uh, Princess Ponyhead. Yeah, Princess Ponyhead is fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just has so much fun and sometimes really violent. I mean, she's Magical. basically just Star. Um, she's a, a princess that really likes having fun and partying and doing crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a, a reason why they're such a good friends. Yeah. Ponyhead is just like that little bit more intense than Star sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's probably why... Uh, she's getting kicked into St. Olga's and not Star. St. Olga's, were you expecting that to come up pretty much every episode? Um, no, I thought it was just going to be like a first episode goof and then they were just going to ignore it. St. Olga's is surprisingly... Relevant? Relevant throughout the show. I, I assume that it's going to be a plot point at some point. Like, she fucks up on Earth and her parents are going to be like, well, it's St. Olga's and Marco has to go break her out or something. The characters do go to St. Olga's at okay. one point in the first season. Yes. Wow, no spoiler zone, huh? You just going to say that? I'm not worried about it in this case. No, I'm not worried. No? No, because there's a lot more to that story and what St. Olga's is about. I'm making fun of you. You are. <laughs> I was so easy to make fun of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh... So, do you, which episodes were your favorite? I want you to pick a favorite and a least favorite out of the six segments you watched. Um, that's a question I wasn't expecting. Um... So, you've got the first episode, which is the setup. You closed the Wikipedia with the episode names. You've got the second episode, which is Ponyhead. Uh, you've got the third episode, which is... The third segment, which is about... She uh, turns the teacher into a troll. Yes. The fourth segment is the football game, which in which Star attempts to kill a bunch of high schoolers. <laughs> and probably succeeds. Did I kill that guy? No, just... no, she doesn't kill anybody. It's Disney. Yes. But they they talk about and portray things uh, in a way that, like, children's shows always surprise me. But this one, I feel like, surprised <laughs> me in particular. Is that, that what you like to it? joke about that. Um, because it surprises me? Yeah. Yes, I think so. I think because... I mean, it's just so boring when you're watching a show and you can, like, predict everything that's, like, coming, basically. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> well, I don't know. When you watched this show, did you feel like you could predict, basically, what was going to happen? Um, well, I was surprised that she didn't turn the teacher back human at the end of that episode. And so the teacher is just like that for the rest of the, the series, I guess. Yes. It is a, a surprising amount of continuity. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like not, like, continuity with, like, yeah, pressure. There's, there's, like not, there's not a long plot line, but they do, like, the one-off jokes they do in the earlier episodes are still there in later episodes, like the puppies with laser eyes. Yeah, the puppies with laser eyes are just at the Diaz household, They're and they need there. walkies. Yeah. Um, I like Marco's parents. Mm -hmm. I think they're cute. 
Yeah, and you get to see more of them as the show goes on. Mm-hmm. Like they're like still like I don't know they're secondary like, characters. Yeah, they're just like sweet, welcoming people. They're just good people. They're they're just people who love inviting various children into their home. Uh, exchange students. So I guess that explains essentially why it was so easy. Yeah, for them to install Star in their house because they're pretty mm-hmm. much set up for it with or without Star's um, addition to their home. Right. They just kind of, um, anybody who comes over and is like, I'm an exchange student or like, I need a place to stay. They're like, hell yeah, come on in. You're cool as fuck. <laughs> Which kind of didn't work out in the last segment we watched. I thought it was fine. It worked out for the Diaz's. They were happy the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Star just had to come to terms with that. Star is just jealous the same way Marco was jealous in the Princess Ponyhead episode. Mm. Well, Princess Ponyhead was jealous. Marco was just trying to not die (laughs) in that episode, mostly. (laughs) Not die and not be stranded in an alternate dimension. Fair. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, I just appreciate all of the little things, all of the fun little segments, all of the, like, attention that the creators of the show are, like, obviously putting into, like, every little bit of the plot. You know, like, it doesn't feel, like, random. Mm -hmm. I mean... Sure, like, you might accuse it of being, like, law random humor, but it's not, there is a, like, an actual, like, setup and payoff to all the jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got a good structure, and it's fun. It's just very fast-paced. It was so fast-paced that it was hard to talk during it. <laughs> um, I mean, it is a kid's show. They are, they do take up a, a whole plot in 11 minutes, so. Yes. Um... I'm going to go ahead and pick my favorite and least favorite of the segment so far. Okay. Um, I think that my favorite of them all uh, has to be Party with a Pony. I was going to say that one was my favorite. That one's just really a fun adventure. They hop around a couple of dimensions. Princess Pony's a fun character. The the jokes and the chase are exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, I like it when, you know, a a character shows up and... Because a lot of times in in shows, someone will show up out of nowhere and they're like, ah, that's my best friend. But, you know, like in the episode with the other exchange student, it's like, oh, there must be something, like, sinister going on here. And you see the, like, the people chasing her in the background and you thinking like, Oh, she did something bad. Like something bad's going to happen. And it, that wasn't the case. And that's always really nice when it's like star is good at choosing her best friend and doesn't choose terrible people to hang out with. Her best friend isn't evil. Her best friend is just, she's just wild. She's just, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't even say that. (laughs) No, I would say wild. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I have nothing to contribute. So sad. What's your least favorite? My least favorite. I guess Do you to, have a least favorite? I guess if I had to pick, I would pick... Matchmaker? No. No. The other exchange student. Because it, it was Star having to, like, deal with human stuff rather than, like, a fantastical thing happening. Uh, I suppose. She didn't use the magic too often. Yeah. So it became less, 
like uh, her powers were like completely extraneous to the plot, mm-hmm. so it became less Star vs. the Forces of Evil and more. This is a this could be any like Disney cartoon, right? So you don't like it because it's not as um, fantastical as the other episodes. Yeah, because I don't know. That's what I like about the show. It's <laughs> it's a fantasy cartoon that doesn't need to also be trying to take itself seriously. It's why I, like I don't think it was taking itself seriously. No, I mean it doesn't because it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Well, I just thought you mean, like, in the episode, you think it was taking itself too seriously, and that's why you didn't like the episode. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, the whole show, thankfully, it's not taking itself seriously, and sometimes I get sick of shows that take themselves seriously. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, the, though, I think my least favorite is School Spirit, for the opposite reason your least favorite is uh, the other exchange student. Mm-hmm. In School Spirit, she tries to kill a bunch of football players, basically. <laughs> And I just didn't like it because it wasn't like, there wasn't like a plot. It was just Star trying to kill a bunch of football players there, um, and Marco trying to save his friend from being kidnapped. There wasn't a lot of art to it. There was just a lot of funny jokes that they wanted to put in. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, it, it, the whole plot was like one big misunderstanding with Star, like not understanding like human um, metaphor. Mm. And... Yeah, I didn't like it because it was too much fun magic and very little of anything else. <laughs> Alright. Um, I, I totally get that, actually. I guess I, I... Like I said, opposite reasons. Opposite reasons, but like <laughs> I can totally see where you're coming from there. Mm-hmm. Would you watch more of the show? Yeah, I would. It's, it's fun. It's uh, brightly colored. I... Wonder, um, because I was thinking when I was watching the opening, um, that it seems to be a show that girls, young girls would really like. I wonder, though, if it's marketed towards both girls and boys, or if it's mainly... I would guess that it's marketed in a gender-neutral way. Right, because the two main characters are a girl and a boy which is usually the main character is the one they market towards. Um, but I was just thinking when we were watching, like, oh, rainbows and mm-hmm. giant dragons and shit like that. That's stuff I know little girls like. Right. Like, <laughs> Star is the main character and all this great stuff happens because of her. Uh, but also, they beat the crap out of monsters. Right. <laughs> is why I think that it probably is... Aiming for, like, both boys and girls. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like... Well, that's what I... Yeah, like, Star sets a rainbow on fire, and that's like... Yeah, girls love that. <laughs> girls are great. <laughs> Alright, then. Um, I do think it's a nice flip on the normal uh, trope of, like, the guy character being dumb and making bad decisions and the girl character being the responsible one. Yeah, because that's really played out at this point. Yeah, it's it's a very long trope that a lot of shows use because they need a straight man and they need a, a character that's more wild just for plot reasons, but it's usually like the girl is the one being responsible. Right, and that's like some pretty assumed, like really like rote right. gender roles. Just because just it's a, yeah, like stereotypical stuff. And it's fun that it's reversed. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like... But also Marco isn't 100% like, 
Like Wanda in the Fairly Odd Parents was always a hundred percent like, don't do that. It's I'm the responsible one, and I can't let you do anything fun ever because I'm responsible. And Marco's responsible, but he's not like shitty. Yeah, <laughs> he's not pigeonholed into having to be the unfun character. Yeah, which is never a cool thing to have in the show. <laughs> you don't think there's it's ever fun to have an unfun character? I mean. Yeah. Is there any, like, more to that? <laughs> this character is unfun. We should not have them, is what I think. Um, I guess it depends on your definition of unfun. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think it would. I suppose it's a much more broad statement than it needs to right. be. Um, well, because, well, I mean, some characters are specifically unfun, and that's what makes them fun. Like, I like Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right. Right, she's very, sh she's not, like, straight-laced, but she's very, like, straight with what she says. She never means to be funny, but she is. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, like, she's, she's hitting that note, like, so hard, but mm -hmm. she's, like, very exaggerated. Yeah. Mm. And, and Captain Holt, specifically, is in the same show. I guess it's just about being, like, well-rounded and having, like, a sense of humor. Shit. <laughs> Lean forward when you're talking. I I needed to get my butt comfy. Okay, and then stop talking. My comfy butt. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, I guess this is going to be a short episode. I mean, it's a short show. Yeah, but we did watch an hour and a half of it. Anyways. <laughs> watch Star versus the Forces of Evil because it's really good. The... Well, so there is a villain in the show. You didn't mention him when you were talking about the plot. Yes. What do you think about him? Um, so there, I mean, him and his goons are a punchline. There are. Mm -hmm. Here, oh, spoiler zone again. Um, there are other villains in the show. Okay. Uh, that are, like, more serious than him. Uh, or he's just, like, a gag. Right. He just wants to be a... Emperor slash lifeguard. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of especially Disney stuff, the villains are a gag because it would be less fun if they were serious. Well, I don't know. When I was a kid, it was really some serious villains, you know, like like Megatron, who was definitely <laughs> never funny. Never. <laughs> well, the example that comes to mind for me is Isma from Emperor's New Groove. Oh yeah, she's she so was so fun. Always a punchline. She never ever did anything serious, <laughs> and that made them great. Right, exactly. It's not fun to have like I will literally kill you, <laughs> you know, a villain. Yeah, it's a little too. It's a little too grim to have like your main villain who's in like every episode to be that like serious. Yeah, exactly. So I think it fits in with the tone. Um, yeah, especially with his goons, they're mostly just there. To get punched. Right, exactly. It's just there for a literal punch line. Mm -hmm. They offer the illusion of a challenge. They are actually punching bags. You know, <laughs> like, no different from, like, the putties in Power Rangers or ugh, any other, like, generic moves. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. I think everyone does. <laughs> I don't even have to say any other kinds of moves because they're already imagining... The kind of okay, what's your rating? 
My cat, my rating is um, savory. It's savory? A, it's a really good cartoon. <laughs> I really like this cartoon. I don't I don't go for savory if it doesn't have a plot. I really like this I'm cartoon. I'm going to have to call this one sweet. Just because you really like it doesn't mean it can't be sweet. Okay, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> we do have more to our rating system, like a number scale. Exactly. To consider. It's not, you know, savory isn't just five. And I suppose this show, no matter how good it is, isn't for everyone. <laughs> is there another good rating? Sweet. Besides? There's, sweet isn't a bad rating. No, but is there another other good rating? Spicy? It's not that. It's not spicy. It is sweet. <laughs> I like sweet food. Right. You've got a sweet tooth. I have less of a sweet tooth, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just in this picky place where it's like, I want to give you the A minus, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that it? We're uh, just done? I think so. Well, what about the places they can find us? Oh, right. Um, uh, you can find us on uh, Tumblr. Uh, At... TV dinner podcast? No, no. TBD podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn this. Um, and on iTunes at TV dinner. Uh, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Steve Jobs, please do not execute me. Um, <laughs> look forward to the RuPaul's Drag Race episode because it's coming. It's coming. It's in the pipeline. All right, and next time, my next pick is the anime, My Friend Sakamoto. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it for a while. It looks funny. Yeah. See you then. Bye. (laughs) I got you that time. Bye.